If you can hear this, that means you're too close. Or are you? No, dude, fuck this guy. And so I turn wow. around and I walk back and I go inside. This guy's hanging out with all his little posses out in the front like they do when they have nothing else to do, right? And so I walk inside and the, and the, the secretary lady's sitting, standing there, sitting there and I'm like, and she's like, can I help you? I was like, yeah, I'm going to talk to your supervisor or manager. Like, I'm going to be that guy now. I, I'll i be that guy if the, if the salesperson is rude to me or like a server's rude to me or something like that. You know, like somebody's rude to me, I, no, fuck you, dude. I'm gonna go to your manager now. I'm not being a Karen. I'm being right. Fuck you. Uh, and so I go in. And I talk to the manager. I tell him like, what, what's this? I was like, I come out here. I am literally at my car still. Like I hadn't even walked away. And this guy comes up to me and starts asking me all these things. And I'm trying to explain to him. And he's sitting there telling me, you don't take third party checks. Why don't you take third party checks? He can't answer the fucking question. He's telling me it's because of COVID. That's a bullshit ass fucking answer. Has nothing to do with buying a car and and just all this shit. And I I yeah, I told the manager, I'm like, what's the deal? Why don't you take third party checks? He explained it to me in much more detail. I was like, that actually makes fucking sense. The way your little your little fucking jumping bean out here described it didn't fucking make any sense. So that guy needs to be re-educated on sales. And we were just going around and about and on the whole situation. He's like, well, I can help you out and do you a favor and all this stuff. I was like, nah, dude, he fucked it up for you. I'm not, I'm, it's not happening now. You fucked it up. For I'm you. not buying from you. You did. I'm like, I know that doesn't mean a lot. Like there's loads of people that come here and buy cars, but yeah, I don't, I, I have, I have the money. That's the thing. I'm like, I have the money. I got to say, it almost sounds like you were going to have a. Cobra Kai moment at this dealership like you were gonna I don't know if you've seen that show but like you were gonna have to bust out some moves to handle this you, this is a uh... I haven't seen it yet actually okay. I, I know people I know a lot of people talk about it and they're raving about it and I've always enjoyed the karate kid back in the day you know wax on wax off the crane you know what I mean mm -hmm. I'm down um, but I haven't I haven't seen Cobra Kai yet though I have you I've recently started it. I have recently been kind of binging it, not like back to back to back. I'm not tearing through it the way, the way I did to let's say Clone Wars and all that. Oh, right. But yeah, I, I finally started it. It's been, it's been brought up numerous times by people I know and hailed as a show that's worth watching. And yeah, it, it, it I will say this much. It doesn't spoil anything. You could probably assume this on your own knowing the subject matter, but it is, it is a like a, a fun throwback to that era a bit. You know what I mean? Like they pay homage and right. obviously uh, mirror not just the movie, The Karate Kid, but the, that that era and that time, that eighties nostalgia. Which, right? I gotta admit, is a bit overplayed these days. It, on like, it's and I, I will hold on. I will pump the brakes a little bit to say because this is the Pie Guys, and and this podcast that we do is often anchored by and rooted on nostalgia so to be like that nostalgia sucks but this one's better it's not what i'm saying but i think ever since things like stranger things for example um oh i see what you're saying Kai, 
since then there's been this influx perhaps over the top influx of thor ragnarok that specifically yeah and and like anything else it ends up oversaturating the market the same with like superhero Mm. movies like once something hits there's always a lot of them so anyway cobra kai though in my opinion in in the sea of maybe that uh 80s love letters it's a fun one and because you do have an affinity okay. movies because you grew up with it i think i think much like me you would appreciate it because i am by no means a hardcore karate kid fan it's not like my favorite sure. property from that time even but i i remember watching those movies a lot as a kid especially that first one right like you were talking about wax on wax off yes honk remember when he in the parking lot and he's got the guy yeah honk my mr miyagi was the fucking shit like you wanted to be you wanted to be daniel LaRusso when you're growing up because like i like that dude as a yes he'd be a badass master he was the best man you could kind of identify with LaRusso, right because he was undersized or he was he was like this every man that got bullied in school turned karate kid right exactly he he was he was the underdog right like that's it's it's and you have Elizabeth Shue. I forgot, honestly. I forgot that she was the girl <laughs> until I started watching Cobra Kai. Because they, yeah. they, they do a lot of throwbacks. Did she come back? Well, they show a lot of uh, actual footage from it. And so when they're doing flashbacks, they just pull from the actual movie. And I was like, holy shit, freaking Jenny is uh, um, <laughs> is freaking Jennifer from Back to the Future is also the girlfriend of yeah. Daniel LaRusso. Karate. Yeah. Shout yeah, out to dude. Shue. Shout out to Elizabeth Shue. Dude. She's still... She still looks good, right? Like, I don't know, as, not to completely jump from yes. show to show, but I've another show I've started fairly recently is uh, The Boys. And she is all over The Boys in season one and um, still has it. I'm going to I'm just going to throw that out there. Elizabeth Shue was like the ultimate 80s babe. And yeah, uh, well into her, you know, twilight years, I guess. Dreamer with the fucking horse. You know what I mean? I'm, have, have you? <laughs> Have you have you ever seen the movies? I mean, it's getting a little off topic, but not really because we're talking about Elizabeth Shue. Have you ever seen the movie Hamlet Two? It's oh yes, I have. It's one of my favorite movies, dude. It's one of my favorite. I thought you were going to say Cinderella, but uh, no. Uh, Yeah. Oh, (laughs) seen Hamlet Two, dude. Hamlet Two is one of my favorite. It's on Peacock for free uh, right now. Do you have Peacock? I do not. Dude, you should download Peacock. Peacock's another free, uh, free like another one of those streaming services. But they got they got a lot of shows and and movies on there that you can watch. And and Hamlet Two's on there. And I I came across. I'm like, this is one of my like. It's such an underrated comedy. You know what I mean? Um, but she's in there playing, and she plays herself. She plays herself in that yeah, movie. I I will admit I don't I don't know that movie super well in the moment to recall it but i, I steve Guggen or coogan i believe is, is the leading guy yeah yeah, yeah. He's really funny dude he's it was a movie he's... i will i do remember this that i i rented from blockbuster back in the day so this was well over a decade well over a decade ago when i rented this so it's been a long time but i remember that movie yeah being funny and um, I, uh, it came out in like 2009 or 10 i think right i believe you're right so shout out to um elizabeth shoe the shoe still fits uh, in in the year of uh, our Lord 2021, <laughs> uh, and she was rocking it back in the day. So yeah, um, check those things out. I guess if you're if you're looking for other things to stream, um, but yeah, if you've been have you been listening to any uh any new podcasts recently? New ones? Um, I actually have, but before besides I do, ours. But before we get into podcast talks, because <laughs> obviously we are a podcast, 
And if you are um, listening, that's the word. If you're listening, maybe there isn't need for an introduction or a hello or a how do you do. But we'll go around the room, a.k.a. the screen, since nobody is under the same roof currently. But just a couple of voices will be emanating into your ears and reverberating with your soul tonight, today, in the morning. I don't know when you're listening to this technically. Um, obviously, the train is here, and obviously your father is as well. Shane, what's up, man? It's really good to see you, see your face through the screen. Trevor's here. This is the Pie Guys. We are Sans Chase, so we, we don't have a slice of Chase to give you for this. We're I going. know, man. Um, He's got... And we can, yeah, we can maybe touch on that over the course of this episode. But a, a couple of interesting notes before we really jump off and why it's worth at least belaboring the point of who you're listening to and what you're listening to and also the time of the year that it is and that you might be listening to. This is the Pie Guys. And it's worth noting that um, literally during this time of us being here recording this, it has been a full calendar year since the official first time that we gathered under a roof. And actually, technically, the last time that all three of the Pie Guys were under the same roof was literally a year ago to this recording. Now, when this is released onto the world uh, for your ears to, to digest and to enjoy, it's not going to be the same time. But coincidentally, it, there is a great parallel to last year, not just simply is the pandemic still happening? Are you still locked up in your fucking home and all those things? It's it, the, the balance is that a year ago to this time, you and I, Shane, were doing our first recordings with just us. Yeah. You know I mean? Because a year ago, again. We, the three of us, gathered under the roof of one Natasha Jimenez, who by this time you guys should be familiar with, you guys being the duo and the listener, as an official inductee into our rotation. Um, and so since that, the very next recordings that we did, if you recall, Shane, was you and me over here at my place. And it was, you know, we were fucking around with the idea that that's the Wonder Twins taking over the Pie Guys. Well, here we go. That was happening in a year to now. It's happening again. It's the Wonder Twins here live-ish in this podcast before we get into other ones down the line. But in this podcast, it is significant. The timing, the, 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 the full rotation around not just the sun, but the, the, our constellations aligning and the planets and everything else, our energies and all that shit. So um, to, for me, Can't. personally, it's a kind of a big deal. It's, it's, it's yeah. you know, it's... The balance in that, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm high, obviously, so that it that's why I'm rambling. But what do you think? I can't, yeah, I mean, I can't believe it's already been a year, to be completely honest. It's like, and honestly, I'm it's annoying, man. This this entire thing is fucking annoying. It's it blows my mind to think that these and 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 it's not just our country, it's other countries as well. These so called world leaders can't seem to figure out a fucking they don't know they don't know what to do with this whole situation we're still you know stuck in our houses to a certain extent and people still aren't are out of work and it's it's really fucking frustrating um but yet you see other countries that have done it cr cr uh, 
I was trying to say properly and correct at the same time, uh, properly and, and handled it in the right manner to where, yeah, places like New Zealand, they're like in Australia, they, they're, you know, nowhere near where the U.S. is or even the U.K. And it's just like, come on, what the fuck? What I the hear, fuck? I hear what you're saying because especially obviously for us living out here and, and even in this area, because you could argue maybe parts of California have been open for a while. But generally speaking, where we live in the state of California, it's been shut down for this entire time since a year ago when things were popping off. But, and we're finally learning. Yeah. That's literally what it's been a year ago to this time was right. sort of the last week we had of our old regular lives. And now here we are still in this position and watching from afar, as you're saying, these other places are opening up and and kind of moving on and maybe getting it right or maybe getting it wrong, et cetera. But I know that for me. And I don't know if you feel the same way on any level. It's it does start to feel like a prison sentence. You know what I mean? Because you, 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 yeah, it's just ongoing with no real definite end in sight. And you have to sort of see the world through a window. And I know that the last couple of months, I will say this much. I have kind of flown by. I honestly don't know what happened to February. To be honest with you, yeah, it, these but last that, couple me, months that, that, definitely that's have. A, that's a freaking byproduct of the fucking world that we live in now. I just yeah. lost a month. Well, it's I yeah. I I feel like yeah. I mean yeah. You've lost a month. It goes by super quick now and then. But then it's like, yeah. I mean this this whole year has been. It's really weird. At the beginning of this whole situation, it was it was like new and different it's like well we we can't go to work we can't do anything nothing's open and then it was like all right we you you know make do and we got to ride this out and everybody was really in on it you know staying inside not going outside i remember at one time when this when the covid first went off i remember just driving down to the gas station and there's just nobody out out you know what i mean it's like an apocalypse basically Midway through, and then it's like people are kind of going about again, but like certain things are open, but then not. It's just, and then then now I just feel like it's just a big, massive hypocrisy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on, dude? Like certain things are allowed to be open with certain jurisdictions and all these things, but like you can't fully be open. Like restaurants, even they're like you can't be open inside dining, but you can be outside dining. And then you have restaurants that have these big built-in or big tents, and everybody's inside the tents. But I'm like, what's the fucking difference? What's the difference between that and being inside then? You know what I mean? Like, why is that? Why is it okay to do that, but it's not okay to do something else? I don't understand the fucking hypocrisy. Well, thank you. I think you speak. I think a lot of people, potentially a lot of people listening, anyone potentially listening, I think could resonate with your gener- genuine frustration, your genuine question because i think that's something that's been on everybody's mind at some point if you if you've lived out here again obviously perspective and context is everything anybody that may be listening in another part of the country or even the world might not understand what why you guys feel that way or maybe they can sympathize but um i think it's a valid question because there's a lot of things that other people and i'm kind of parroting just what i've heard other people say but some crazy stat like 75 percent of the of the restaurants in la are gone now are gone yeah. because they've run out of business. They've run out of money and they were never yep. allowed quote unquote to be open and to try to have to try to generate. Right. Income. 
So, so suddenly you have a certain sect or percentage of businesses in a place like LA or San Francisco, or, or I'm sure big, large cities like New York, et cetera, that are not allowed quote unquote to be open, but it's okay for bigger chains and bigger corporations to be open, right? Like, a, right. like, you know what I mean? Because that's, that's your frustration, right? That you're talking about is, is clearly some things are allowed to be open during this time and others are being told they can't and or the goalposts and the rules are constantly being moved and adjusted as we go along so that no matter what a business owner does, they may still never get the green light. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, they, they exactly. Never, and, 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 and how could you not be frustrated at that? Because unfortunately you then have a conversation that simply becomes about, well, you either care about people's lives or you don't. And it's like, I don't think it's that simple. And you could argue that just in terms of spreading the virus, that shouldn't be what the conversation is about. It should also be about a lot of people's livelihoods are going down the toilet because their businesses have gone down the toilet. So it's not as simple as yeah. did you get COVID and did you die or did you get COVID and pass it on to somebody? Did they die? It's well, it's 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 a lot of other factors at play certainly at this point right. too again like we're talking for contextual terms right a year later a year later it's, it's it would be one thing if six months later you know what i mean we were we remember what the what the temperature yeah was remember rem ago, yeah remember we were like this is only gonna be a few months and then now here we are a year later here we are a year later and so <laughs> and so in terms of again maybe to bring it back to the podcast on some level and not necessarily go down that route of of masks and all that but but in terms of us and in terms of where we're going and what we are i again looking at time looking at time frames of a year ago we were doing this and then let's let's go back if we will furthermore with me okay so children to 2020 i know we don't want to say it i know it's the year we're not supposed to utter but let's yeah it's the voldemort it's the voldemort now don't yes. speak its name. You can't. Sorry. You're not allowed to say it. You, you get, like you can only do two a podcast. If you do three, then it's a strikeout or something. But I said it once. Right. It's just for context. Again, we go back to that fucking forbidden year. Um, this podcast was birthed into the world at the end of June of the forbidden year. So, in terms of the release date to now. It's been nine months. By the time this episode is is available for you to hear and digest, nine months ago, everything began for the Pie Guys in the midst of this new world order that we're living in, right? Uh, technically, for a whole year. So, right. so I want to throw that out there, and and we've we've maybe jokingly said it at times over the course of these recordings, and obviously, I'm still having a joking spirit with me as I say this now. But in my eyes, we have just now been born as a podcast. You know, if you think about a human's just- I would agree. Period, you know, a girl gets pregnant, nine months later, the baby is born. Well, if, if, our, if our birthing in the world was June 30th of the forbidden year, that was when we were consummated. Nine months later, boom, here we are coming to you live. What are the parallels? What are the differences? Are we in a fucking episode of the Twilight Zone? Because it's the Wonder Twins again. A year ago, it was the Wonder Twins again. And, and we've had technical difficulties. We've had Wi-Fi issues. We've had phone calls <laughs> issues. We've had delivery it is, issues. Yeah, and, it is crazy to kind of look back and think about all the shit that's already happened. You know what I mean? And not being able to be even be in the same room at times. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it, we were all triplets in Mother's Womb over at Natasha's old place. 
incubating in that place when we first recorded and, and we did a, you know, we were talking about the, the wiggle town massacre and, and your experiences <laughs> out there. That's how it was kind of initiated onto the world. And nine months later, we're over here still kind of obviously doing the same thing, finding our footing, but evolving on some level. I mean, I, I obviously we have people that listen. I don't think it's a ton of people and I, I don't even necessarily know specific numbers off the top of my head, but I know there's people listening. I hear you. And some of you, I want to shout out those and those of you know who you are without getting into too many names. Some of you out there have gone out of your way to reach out to me and maybe to Shane and Chase, I'm not quite sure, and express your interest in the podcast. And I just want to say, I can't tell you how much that means. And I think, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but you know, just like a newborn, when a newborn's born, they can't do fucking shit, right? They need somebody's help. They need somebody's assistance to do everything. Literally, it's like, I can't do anything. I'm just flesh. I'm a living thing. If we are in that stage still, and I, I feel it, I definitely feel it and identify, we're in that stage. We need your help. We need the duo's help. We need the, the listener support and, the, and the, the network support of the people that we already know. If you know us, if you know Shane, if you know Trevor, if you know uh, Chase, it's weird for me, honestly, to speak in third person. Sorry. But if you know us, <laughs> we, we need you. And, and we, we also see that support to this point. So uh, just a, on a quick, I guess, aside, I, wanna, I, I, I want you to know that it's not like we, that, that is missed on us. You know what I mean? I, I, um, I hear you. I see you. I feel you. But we, we, need the, we need all the other support that a, that a newborn growing baby is going to need, you know, for, for the crazy world ahead. That's obviously cl clearly being written as we go. I would agree. Yeah. Thank you guys. I mean, it's something that's honestly, it, I, it's, it's kind of cool to have this podcast kind of, even though we're at, where we're at, you know what I mean? That we've been able to get through everything throughout this entire year with, with stuff and to actually still make it happen and to have an episode come out every single Tuesday. You know what I mean? It's And that's the cool thing about podcasts too nowadays is like anybody could do it. You just got to do it. It's like going to the gym, bro. You know what I mean? Like anybody can go to the gym. You just got to get up and do it. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest part is getting up and actually going out to exercise or go for a run. You know what I mean? But once you once you're going, once you're like a mile in, it's like, oh, okay, this is a breeze. I remember when I was doing that nine minute or nine minute mile, that nine that that night I ran nine miles. I remember I was like, man, okay, I like at like three miles, I was like, this is what I normally do. I usually do about like two to three miles when I go out and run. But then I was like, no, fuck that. I gotta catch up to chase, right? Round probably six miles i was like all right i'm at a steady pace like i'm not booking it i'm not trying to like crunch the numbers like with with a mile but i'm i'm just i'm in a steady pace but then i got around like nine not mile nine dude my legs were killing me and it started raining so i was just like i gotta book it <laughs> but the the idea is like once you get that steady pace going it's like it's it's a little bit easier but you got to get out and do it so if you ever, you know, if you want to create your own podcast, like you just got to do it. But that's just, what's cool about it. You just got to do it. Thank you for saying that. There's nothing else to do it but to do it. And uh, maybe this would be a good spot. I'm not sure to drop an anchor ad because literally speaking of anchor, honestly, uh, we this podcast probably wouldn't really be existing right now in the form that it is if not for anchor. So are you uh, dumb, dumb? 
Am I dumb dumb? Are you a dumb dumb? You want you should, you should do a live anchor ad right now. Go. Just just on the fly. <laughs> on the fly. Just do a, a flow. <laughs> listen, anchor. <laughs> dumb dumb here. Hey, listen, uh Trevor's a dumb dumb. Um Oh, are you, you know. doing it to read or am I just... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hold on, hold on. I, I have no problem doing that, actually, as a as a fun little game. But I uh a couple of things and I, I like where our natural energies are going for this particular episode so stick with us don't go anywhere this there has to be a slight pause because again to to, to piggyback on the uh, newborn analogy w- what's something you probably need to do with a newborn after it's been born you know you obviously you got to swaddle it you got to take care of it but you got to feed it so that's that's something that we always try to do around these parts is is make time for gullet time so we're so we're gonna put a little pause break here. We're gonna put in a uh, uh, the, maybe we won't put in an anchor ad there because uh, I want to <laughs> save that. I want to save the anchor ad for for maybe later because I, I like your idea of doing one on the fly. So so maybe we'll both take a crack at that. Um, and but food is here and it's gonna go on my tum tum. Oh man, I just ripped it. I just farted. Um, I still there you go. Mind. That's what it does to you, man. It's, Im- <clears throat> it's immediately taking effect and hi, hello, hi. Um, I'm, I'm eating right now. So I, 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 we got to talk about that real quick. Yeah, what are you eating? Um, and <laughs> off Not of, pussy, off- not pussy. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, your, your challenge is still going. <laughs> that conversation is for down the line, yes, sir. But um, <clears throat> no, there's no, none of that. Uh, shame on you for bringing it up. No, I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> but you're you're thinking about yes. it. <laughs> Never. Don't even know what you mean. Thoughts? What are those? Don't have them. Um, we we eat around here, right? We keep going with this analogy, whether you like it or not. Newborns, when you got to eat, we got to get nourished. Um, it's gullet time, and for gullet time, I didn't even know it that this was their slogan. But on the box, it says the pizza that started it all. Well, shit. If we're really starting our podcast lives then why not start this from Shakey's Pizza Parlor? I don't know. Have you ever had Shakey's? Oh, you went to Shakey's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, I, I haven't been to Shakey's in a while, but yeah, I've been to Shakey's. I don't even know if I've actually technically ever had it, but in the moment, what? just moments ago, I, I was shoving into my mouth a slice of this pizza and some of these spuds that came with it, and it's really fucking good. It's hitting the spot right now. I'm actually <laughs> I was quite ravenous prior to this recording. So so uh, it's, it's, it's fulfilling the absence where other things might normally enter my brain and my cerebellum. But, <laughs> um, but no, shout out to Shakey's. We almost, we almost did. Off of recording, we were kind of joking. I was jokingly saying, I'm probably going to have a fucking another debacle. It seems like every time we do a recording, uh, there's always a little snafu with the delivery and whatever. And it's been somewhat well documented. Well, sure enough. <laughs> I, I'm talking to Shane. And a, an unknown number pops up on my phone from Chicago, Illinois. I, I'm like, what's always fuck? calling me? Did you order deep dish? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. I, did. I know that would have been hilarious if, like, you get a call back <laughs> style. Hey, you fucking order this big slice over here? No, New York number. Why are you calling me? So Chicago, Illinois is calling me, and then I'm telling Shane, and I'm like, eh, it's probably the guy. You're, you're right. You're right. I answer, and of course it's the guy. And of course he's like, well, I'm in an alleyway. Where do where do I need to drive? And so I'm like, oh, dude, what? He's a GPS. I can't rely on this GPS. And so anyway, he's like, can you be outside? Fine. I go outside to wait for him, and I swear to you, he pulls up in a taxi, dude. He's no. Like, 
Is somebody yeah. else driving? This no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the delivery guy is the the delivery that delivery guy is so, on his grind so much that he has to get another delivery guy to drop off the delivery. <laughs> I need a delivery guy for the delivery guy, and I'm in the. <laughs> that, that's all the fees come in, dude. A fee oh, for the fee dude, for the driving fee. The fee. <laughs> Fucking shit. No, I guess on his side jo job is to deliver pizzas to an alleyway. Uh, but his actual job is a taxi driver. So he <laughs> has that car. And so I see this taxi pull up and he, and he starts talking to my neighbor. He's asking my neighbor, is this the right house? I'm thinking, bro, can you not fucking see? Do you not have eyeballs? Do you not have, you're in a taxi. How do you not know which is the right house? So it makes you wonder what getting in his taxi is like. I don't even know his name. I'm not trying to disparage the man. He ended up getting me my food. So shout out to him and his shakies because this is the spot. So despite the almost snafu, shakies, thank you for coming through. I'm munching on a. It's got pepperonis. It's got it's got jalapenos and it's got. Uh, Oof. It's got roasted um, tomatoes. Bell peppers. Because I know oh, you tomatoes. Like roasted tomatoes. So yeah, dude. In your honor, it's thrown on there, and it comes with for only about twelve bucks, though that's pre fees. It comes with a famous chicken and mojo. So I've got a box of. Oh, I didn't even see that. Holy shit! It's got not just potato wedges, but there's chicken down there. There's fucking chicken down. Oh there. damn. So. Shakey's for for an affordable time in is is a good real is a real good option. So it's twelve bucks, but then after everything comes out to about fifty. Correct. I paid about forty seven dollars in fees and delivery, <laughs> and, and for, for the guy to deliver it to the alleyway. Uh, but we got <laughs> moving on. Um, uh, where were we? Eating, I dude, I that sounds bomb, man. I I'm. I'm doing the vegetarian thing right now, so I'm still going strong with that, man. Um, I, earlier today, I had this place. I'll shout it out real quick. It's called Nice Guys. I got to take you there, man. It's well, it's down here in my neck of the woods. You sent me a photo and of of that, and it was giving. I did. So like, I did. I did. Have, I was like, well, plug Nice Guys real quick while I put a few more things in my mouth. Yeah, no, seriously. So I'm doing, you know, I'm doing the vegetarian thing for Lent, the Lent challenge, and so far it's I've been doing it. Um, I do like a plant-based protein shake for like breakfast slash lunch, um, and then afterwards when I get home, I'll 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 I, I went to the store. Here's the thing, dude. It's crazy. Like the healthy stuff is way more expensive. I spent like. $90 on three bags of groceries and everything in there was just vegetarian stuff like 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 plant-based meats and the things that are supposed to be healthy for you right and I'm like I'm looking at I was trying to find like plant-based chicken nuggets kind of thing and at the store they had them there was a pack of 10 you get like 10 nuggets in there a pack of 10 for like eight bucks and then you have the normal chicken nuggets, same brand. You know the Dino Nuggies, like where it's like the dinosaur chicken nuggets. You know what I'm talking about. So they have like the normal ones, where it's quote unquote real chicken, processed chicken, but meat. You get a whole, you get like a bag of like what twenty five for like seven bucks, or you can do their meatless ones that are vegetarian based, and you get ten for eight bucks. I'm like, what the hell? The quantity ratio to like price is like. It's so stupid. I was like, this is bullshit. But I will say, even though like the pricing is like really crappy, 
when I, it's interesting, when I eat that stuff, I don't feel as full. You know, like when you feel full and you're like, man, I'm stuffed, like I'm full. Like, I feel like content and good, but I don't feel like, it doesn't just sit in my gut for a long time, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm, I feel really content and I'll eat like a whole, I'll, the other day I had two burgers. They, they were plant-based burgers. And on top of it, I had like Brussels sprouts with some vegan cheese sprinkled on there. And I made like a chipotle mayo sauce. So I had all of that stuff and I didn't even feel like stuffed. So, stuff, but you don't feel stuffed. Brought to you it by just you. lasts longer. Yeah, it just lasts longer. It's really interesting. Um, I wish, I mean, I, I wish Chase was kind of here, but have you seen the Game Changer documentary, documentary. yet? Uh, I've heard On Netflix? It. I've heard Check it, it out. Check it out. It's crazy. I mean, I've, we, we, it, I, I've actually never seen it. So I, I you I haven't seen it. No. Check it out. Uh, uh, Kimber actually messaged me on Instagram because she saw me posting about like my food and stuff, and she was like, "Have you seen the you, like Have you seen the Game Changer thing?" And I was like, "I feel like Chase has talked to us about this before, and I I recall him kind of vaguely talking about it, but I haven't seen it." And so I checked it out since I was doing the vegetarian. I am doing the vegetarian thing. So like, I'll ch I'll check it out. There's a reason why it's called the Game Changer. Like it's, it's gonna change really your perspective. It really does, dude. I'm sure it, it does. Really, it I'm really sure it does. does. It's a documentary I've heard talked about before, so I, I, I'm not disparaging that. I believe it. I believe it. Uh, I'm not super interested in watching it, to be honest with you. I'm not trying to change my game. I'm not trying to necessarily go on a, on a hard and fast diet, and I know that that's, that's something that you and Chase specifically are not necessarily doing the exact same thing, but again, we are talking about it. His is a lot more, his is a lot more extreme. Right, right. We're, like, I'm still going to have normal cheese and, like, milk and ice cream you know where he's not doing any of that stuff right and um it, it is too bad for that record that he's not here to to speak about it so we might as well touch on it a bit because again in terms of when we're recording this what's happening in our lives right now we are in the midst of lent and all three of us. right and uh, if you've kept up with the pie guys then you should know that but um by the time that this episode drops lent will almost be done it will almost be done it's a 40 day i don't want to say it's a challenge because um, somebody might be like, you're not respecting the actual thing. And to that note, I do want to touch on the fact that I have heard from third party people that, uh, you know, some videos I had posted on my IG about this very specific time period of Lent and, and what I've chosen to forego for Lent to sacrifice, um, that, that it, I might want to watch the tone with which I make these videos. So given that this is a platform where I can expand on my ideas and my thoughts a little bit more profoundly <laughs> or, or in more detail, I just want to address that on some level to say what I, what I am currently, what I have done and what I am currently doing and what I hope to continue to finish to do through Lent is a very sincere effort um, at it. And, and no, I don't practice the religion. I'm not Catholic. I've never been Catholic. Um, but, Yes, it was inspired initially by a movie that I love. Shout out to 40 Days and 40 Nights. But uh, I've taken it very seriously. And I think you have too with Lent. And I think, and, and I know Chase has as well. And that was part of the reason I think he said, uh, you know, he, he probably wasn't going to be available for this immediate recording uh, due to things happening in his life and, and some of the uh, uh, 
and what what Lint has brought with it. Because I think overall, uh, you could specify one thing like you're doing, like v- veganism or vegetarianism or whatever, or or what I'm doing, and 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 I guess it's a form of abstinence, um, celibacy, in, in in a word, I guess, on some level. Um, you could identify that as the thing that you're you're striving for and sacrificing, but I think overall, through the course of Lent, you end up kind of learning things about yourself given the sacrifice. That so I'm sure Chase is yes. going through that in his own journey, and and I'm sure you have as well. So do you want to expound on that a little bit? Not just maybe yeah. What because I get you, I hear you on the whole pricing thing. It's fucking garbage, right? Because that's the knock on eating it's, healthy. That's the knock yeah. on eating healthy for years is that if I go to Whole Foods and I go to all the the smarter places, the healthier options, it's going to break the bank more. Meanwhile, the shit that's bad for us, the sugary shit, the shit that we're addicted to that we can't say no from, it's cheaper, it's everywhere, and it's easier to come by so why wouldn't i default to that you know that 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 aspect of eating healthier and a healthier lifestyle is fucking annoying but i'm curious beyond just the the price point and what eating it has been like have you noticed any of those life lessons or personal lessons during lint yeah point well that's the thing like as as far as you know me talking about like the pricing a little a second ago is it's more about that that was the initial thing that i learned about it because i'd never really I've always eaten meat and didn't really care about it, like, as far as what I ate necessarily. Um, But, like, actually taking the time to look for product that doesn't contain meat in it and looking at the prices. And I was like, it, it that, that was, yeah, it, it blew my mind. It was like, whoa, this is how our industry, or the industries are like. This is how our food is like. And, it kind of showed me and brought light to like people that don't have a lot of money um, can't eat like this. They have to eat the family meal from Taco Bell or they have to get the generic processed chicken nuggets or burritos and stuff. They have to eat the crap food because they need to survive and eat or they need to eat to survive. But then like, if you have the money, you can eat healthier, right? Like that's that's the upside. You get the you get the oat milks and you get the 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 uh, veggie based meats that you know the more exp- more expensive stuff. And so it was just it was interesting to see that firsthand and be like, I have to, I'm choosing to buy this because I'm choosing to do and sacrifice eating meat. And for me, like I am religious, I'm Christian, I'm not Catholic, but I get it, and it is a sacrifice. I, it's a sacrifice for me in the sense of like I, I have always eaten meat, and I, you know what I mean. And I think I've kind of discussed this a little bit in the past. How like we have uh, a family farm, and we, I have meat. I got, I got a freezer full of T-bone steaks and filet mignon and hamburger meat and ribeyes, literally out in my, in my shed right now, and it's all grass-fed cattle and everything it's not it's not like processed so it's it's a lot healthier for you but it's still meat and it's like i could be saving money just walking out there and grabbing a t-bone steak and cooking it you know what i mean but i'm, I'm not i'm sacrificing that aspect right now to learn something and the thing that i have really learned too is that i don't need to eat meat as much there i've definitely learned that there's a lot of things out there that are vegetarian that actually taste really really fucking good um like that burger i sent you a picture of like that that was all plant-based 100 percent plant-based vegan burger um 
and dude it it tastes just like a burger dude you you would have no idea you wouldn't even think twice the first time i bit into it I was like damn this is all plant-based it's crazy the bacon the bacon i guess you could say the bacon crunched like bacon the the burger was crispy and charbroiled i was like dude this is crazy do you think there is any bit of a placebo effect happening on any level? Like you're thinking and you're knowing, well, I, I purchased this non-meat product and I'm going to go eat it now. Uh, on any level, do you think there's a placebo effect of that, of going like, I'm making a healthier choice and therefore you feel healthier? Or is, or, or would you say it's, a, it's, it's very genuine and noticeable? I mean, because to this point, again, we're about, we're about halfway through Lent in our actual literal recording lives right now. So when this comes out, we'll obviously be further through it. But, but to this point, what's your thought on that? I, I'm telling you, dude, I'm not even over exaggerating the, the first five days of just strictly eating vegetarian stuff. I felt a huge, massive change in my body. Just the first way that my, just the first five days in the way that my body digests, digested the food I was eating. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, like I mean, you can attest to this. There's been times, remember, I when I'd come over and we eat a bunch of garbage, we get high, eat a bunch of garbage, and I'm like, "Fuck my stomach! I gotta take a tums or something. I gotta, <laughs> you know, down down yes. a down a half bottle of Pepto or something." And I'm like, "I'm farting up a storm." I'm like, "Damn, what the fuck is happening?" Don't get oh. me wrong, def you definitely fart a lot more on a plant based diet, but you that 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 the digestion feeling it doesn't it's not there dude like it just it doesn't exist anymore because huh. i'm i'm not my body's digesting the plant based materials way easier so you so you know what i mean you definitely feel the difference there is a noticeable early on difference to making the shift and i think to anybody listening still i've already i've i've already lost 6 pounds well, there you go. I mean, there you go. This is a to anybody listening. This is a straight testimonial from the horse's mouth, from the fucking train tracks into your heart. Um, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna feel a difference within the first week, and you're gonna you're gonna see noticeable effects, and, and perhaps even without being an active lifestyle. Like, and I'm sure it helps that you're going to the gym and you're doing other things too. But it, like, yeah, I, I got yeah. Just started changing the way you eat. You're gonna see an effect because I think a lot of times when people take on new things, when they say to themselves, "I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try a diet. I'm gonna go this. I'm gonna give up that. I'm gonna." Try Try this. There is a easily an early uh, jettison moment where you're like two or three days in, and you're like, "Fuck this! I want to get up. I want to give up on it." And I, I could attest because I've been there. I've, I've tried to go hard, hard and fast. Like there were times in my life I was like, "I'm gonna do this fucking cleanse real quick," or "I'm just gonna do like a, a liquid thing with with no real preparation into it because I didn't know." And and then you, you start to cave immediately. So my point is to hear you say those things about noticing effects and feeling it early on. Uh, that's kind of encouraging. I think that's something for anybody that's maybe on the fence and is not sure about making the, the plunge going that route. Yeah. Maybe something to consider because, because people, I think often give up on those types of things when they're not getting an immediate return on their investment. Right. You know, it's well, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, don't get me wrong. I definitely have times where I'm like, dude, I would love to go to Taco Bell, which I can't wait. Cause Taco Bell did just sign a contract with beyond meat. So Taco Bell will be having vegan, vegetarian meat. Well, okay. So I could eventually go there once they launch it, but you know, again, like, but you know, going to like Carl's Jr. and getting a Western burger, dude, I was craving that the the other day, which is why I found Nice Guys and got their Western burger. It was like a bar. It was, dude, it was a Western burger with bacon, barbecue sauce, um, 
onion rings on it, like everything. And it, t- it, it, dude, it was perfect. It was vegan cheese. Like it was all vegan, you know? So it was just like, if it literally, if I were to, if you were to do this type of stuff, like the plant-based stuff, like 10 years ago, we, we, the, the science behind it all has gotten so much better. Like the food actually tastes good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it tastes I, good and, and is bearable. Whereas like 10 years ago or 15 years ago, what are you, are you eating a fucking salad? I'm just eating a salad with some asparagus. My pee's going to smell later. You know what I mean? It's like, that's what you had. Nowadays, it's like you can get a, a spicy chicken sandwich that's all vegan. And it tastes just like your spicy chicken sandwich that you're going to get at Chick-fil-A or Carl's Jr. or wherever. Well, you know what I mean? So those things are all encouraging. And and maybe we should just cap that for now, because the reality is this isn't going to be the last time we we touch on this subject. Obviously, Lent is still ongoing. I'm sure when whenever Chase can rejoin us next, we will dive into that as well. So, uh, you know, not to over belabor that point for the duo. But, yeah, I I think it's great. It's great to hear some updates. It's it's also great to see you. I, I. Maybe it is just the screen and the lighting and the cetera and the fact that you got this facial hair going on. But I did kind of think initially when I saw I you, I was like, you do look like maybe you've lost a few pounds. So, dude, so, Rachel has said the same thing. She's like, you look a lot more tone now. Like, you, you look like you're getting tone, more, more tone. So, so there you go. I, there are the, both of us, I think, are still going strong with our respective. Uh, again, I won't, mess, I won't necessarily refer to it as a challenge, but through our Lint experiences, um, and I think we're both finding things out about us on a physical and on a spiritual level, perhaps on some level, 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 final boss. You know <laughs> I mean? So are the levels good? But look, um, we probably should be wrapping this episode up. So and maybe in these final moments, we were talking about being a newborn podcast and things like that. And you did kind of mention, uh, have I listened to any newer podcasts? So to kind of round back to that, to round out this episode uh, let's let's spend a, f- a few hot minutes shouting out and recognizing some other podcasts that maybe we that we as individuals <clears throat> listen to in our own spare time. I know I wanted to do some of this because the reality is both of us, I'm sure, but I, I know some people in my personal life and my uh, in my former social scenes, I should say, uh, people that I've known over the years, good friends of mine, etc., that are out there doing their things, creating their own podcasts. Because you, you were saying earlier, yeah, not that hard. You just got to kind of do it, etc. Um, and I think ultimately that's, that's the place we found ourselves in and why we are still doing this. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I didn't have a physical list written down, so I'm trying to think of some as we go back and forth here a little bit. Um, but, uh, I got a shout out. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Um, Trevor Sorry, I, I, is. Uh... <laughs> now hold on, yeah, I, I, I don't know what you're doing. I can't, your hands, your hands are at a screen. So, oh, what's Trevor doing? <laughs> Did you just give up on Lent suddenly? <laughs> what the fuck? I thought they said they were doing a good job. Uh, no, sorry, uh, I just had to adjust my phone and all things like that. So, the Hollywood Hustle podcast is something I want to take a hot minute to shout out. Hollywood Hustle podcast is a podcast that of two people uh, I know personally, Michael Lutheran. Um, and then, oh, are we going to really have to edit this <laughs> to uh, Daniel Tuttle? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm over here talking about knowing people and, and <laughs> I'm high. I'm high. I'm high. <clears throat> so, but shout out to Daniel Tuttle and Michael Lutheran. Uh, I go way back with Michael to my NorCal days. This is somebody I've known for many years. They're both really good dudes. That podcast 
uh, is a literal inspiration to, for me as a person to want to venture into these waters. So in a roundabout way, yeah. you wouldn't have the pie guys if not for Hollywood hustle podcast, if not for Michael and Daniel. And, and it is kind of centered around the title itself. It's they, they often uh, have different people on every episode highlighting somebody's unique hustle in the Hollywood industry, whether it's a screenwriter, mm. an actor, a stuntman, that's cool. A pick one, anybody like that. Um, and often I think it does dovetail around podcasts, but beyond even the subject matter, these two guys are passionate about the medium. They're passionate about, about the industry out here and they're really good dudes. So if you're out there wanting to listen to something else and you're, and you're curious, check out Hollywood hustle podcast. Um, and then there's a couple others that we got to spend some time to shout out. Um, slashers paradise. Got to take a minute to, sla- to, to shout out Slasher's Paradise and our, and our mutual friends. Uh, yes. Lance Knight and Danny Gonzalez. El Guapo. Dude, theirs is great. I love their it's stuff. Super fun podcast. These guys are, are not just uh, good friends of ours in our real lives, but they they have a, uh, a love for all things horror. And Dude, they know so shows. much. Oh, they, they, they're about horror. I, it blows my mind, dude. I was watching one of their lives once when they were doing it. And I was just like, my, I can retain a lot of things, but the the way that they retain that information just blows my mind, dude. Well, I, I think, and I agree with you. And I think that's a testament to their passion and their love of the subject matter. Right. Because when you really care about something, it means that much more to you. So right. guys, if you're into horror and, and, and who isn't right. Like if you're into that, check them out. And in the same vein, not, you know, as far as umbrella and horror is concerned, we got to shout out the horror hordes podcast, which is a podcast. <laughs> to. And uh, the horror whores are out there. And, and, and I think some of these that I, that I did want to take the time to, sh- to highlight are these young, these younger newborn podcasts in many respects you know right we know some others um uh when cinephiles attack i gotta shout those guys out because i know the whole crew behind that um uh, that's another a fun movie centric podcast where every episode is about uh whatever movie they happen to be fighting over and they they generally are never in a full agreement over whatever movie they're talking about and um these podcasts what they all share in my opinion uh is not just people that are passionate about what they're doing and, and having a good time doing it, but they're all new too. They're, they're, and I, I think right. as somebody that's part of the pie guys, I identify with that, not just because I know some of these people personally, but it's, it's cool to, to see that kind of taking uh, form amongst people, you know, right? Like you were talking about earlier, right. it, especially maybe now, and, and definitely as a reaction to the times that we live in, right? Like if, if maybe there is nothing else going on, and you've got this podcast, right? And I, I personally, yep. I, I can definitely attest to that. What about you, Shane? Any other uh, podcasts yeah. you want to shout out? I mean, I, I, I am going to shout one out. Um, it's it's not a small one, but it, it's I've I've told you and Chase about this podcast numerous times. I I don't know if you've listened to them yet, but um, they're they're a bigger one. They're called it's called Smartless, and it's with uh, Jason Bateman, uh, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. Um. But it's interesting because even though, yeah, they are big names, like they have are very well established in the entertainment industry, they actually started their podcast and launched their podcast the same time we did. And the same exact time, dude, like, yeah, they, they so they did it for the same reasons, obviously, COVID and being kept inside. Um, 
but their their stuff is really cool man uh the things that they talk about they're very real in their podcasts or they're fun to listen to they kind of have the same feeling as i feel like us in a way because there's three of them and there's three of us um and they're just they have guests come in their, their whole gimmick is one of them brings in a new guest every episode but the other ones don't know who it is so it's it's a surprise to the other ones so like one episode jason bateman will bring a guest in and the and the other two don't know then arnett will bring one in and then sean hayes will bring one in but the guests that they come have come in like dude um they'll have they they had um uh what's his name adam sandler come in on one episode and it's kind of crazy because they're they're Again, they're well-established, but they talk about the same... It was comforting to hear people that are very successful talk about and, and deal with the same things that we are right now as entertainers in the industry with, with COVID and stuff. So it's like, sure. oh, they're going through the same shit. They're like, you know, Adam Sandler's like, I haven't done anything. There's nothing going on, you know? he's It's like, he's growing <laughs> right. a big-ass beard, getting fat, and they talk about that. He's like, I'm not doing anything. I can identify. Um, and it's like, whoa, that's... I can identify. It's like, this is the first time I've been able to identify with Adam Sandler in some aspect right. as far as career-wise goes well, you know what i mean but they have like it again what's it what's it called it's called smart less smart smart less smart it's yeah it's and they got and they got your boy on there too uh from the dodgers man um uh fucking um kershaw, <clears throat> kershaw. they have yeah kershaw's on the episode well on there so well shout check out to it the, out dude shout out to that podcast as well and i do recall that you have spoken maybe on this recording but definitely off of it to, to me before about it and i do want to get to it but that's kind of the thing that's kind of the place i've been at when i'm looking another one that i want to quickly shout out i know i keep saying quickly but another miserable podcast is another <laughs> i want to shout out that's literally is what it's called another miserable podcast i know all the the homies behind that well a couple of them um so that's again, funny. These podcasts are, for the most part, with Smartless maybe being the exception. Um, well, they are. The Smartless is a new podcast. So even even though even though it is a, a <clears throat> podcast of guys that we all recognize by name and by sight, it is still a brand new podcast that was birthed into the world around the same time that we were, you know, finding ourselves in the womb and all these other things. Yeah, we are nine months later, still going strong. We're we're, we're paying our respects to Lent. Um, but again, I think the most important thing to me is that we find time. I know for me as a person, at least is that we find time to do this. And so I'm just thankful for that. Thankful to at least be able to see you through a screen and to hear your voice and to, and to chat about some of the same, uh, old tired shit maybe that we do, but, yeah. but, but, um, that's part Luckily of Luckily we have that technology nowadays. Yeah, you couldn't do this. You couldn't do this yeah. shit 15 years ago. Not, not, not certainly not the way we're doing it now. So, um, so as the world turns, as the wheel grinds, some things change, some things never change, some things become more self-realized, um, and the pie guys endure. So thank you to the duo, anybody listening. This is it for now. Until next week. Shane, last words? And I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. I don't know, man. That's just what it says on my teacup right now. I like it. <laughs> I like it. 